Hi, I'm Mary Colbert, and welcome to Dr. Colbert's Divine Health Podcast. Come on in. You need to hear this. <laughs> this right. is going to be really good. My yep. husband, Dr. Don Colbert. Don, go ahead. Tell them what we're going to well, be doing. Well, today we're going to be talking about fatty liver disease. And do you know that 25% of American adults have a fatty liver? 25%? That's one in four. Yes. And do you know 5 to 10% of children, children have fatty liver? Yes. I am seeing more and more fatty liver in children because of the obesity epidemic and because they're eating and drinking so many high sugar foods like sodas. Mm. Eating pancakes with all that maple syrup on it, a lot of honey, a lot of ice cream. Sugar is one of the probably the worst foods for triggering a fatty liver. Wow. And high fructose corn syrup is poison to the liver. Even juices, lots of juice. People say, well, I don't drink sodas. I drink orange juice, apple juice, grape juice, uh, any other kind of juice. That's pure, fr that's fructose. That causes yeah. a fatty liver. Wow. And so again, fatty liver is so common. See your liver, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. That's Psalms 139.14. But the liver is our filter. It has yeah. over 500 different functions, this liver does. Wow, 500. 500. Over 500 functions. Wow. And so many people are working with an, are out there living with an impaired liver. And when your liver's impaired, you're tired. Oh, wow. It so, doesn't do its house cleaning. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> The liver. I mean, I know that is important, and you just said it's got 500. Well, it's, what what is a fatty liver? Why is it dangerous? Well, because a fatty liver can lead to cirrhosis, scar, fibrosis, and cirrhosis of the liver, where the liver fails, and people. So with, it's deadly. It can, it be, can be deadly. deadly. And and if it fails, so the, guess what? The only way you're going to survive is if you get a liver transplant and Folks, wait for someone to, to die. This. You need to hear this and share this video with a lot of your friends. They've got to, they've got to wake up to this, Don. Mary, this people is... are pickling their liver, and we've got to explain. The and they're children's. Yes, yes, because the main problem people think is alcohol. Now, alcohol does trigger fatty liver, and it's horrible for your liver. But the, the second worst thing for your liver is sugar, especially high fructose corn syrup, which is in every sugary treat that we feed our kids. And our kids are getting fatty liver. We're setting wow. them up for cirrhosis of the liver. So they need to understand this. But the liver, the 500 vital function, one of the most important is it removes waste products and toxins from the blood. That's what our liver does. Mm. It gets rid of waste products and toxins out of our blood. It also uh, helps to, uh, it helps bile production. It, it helps metabolism of fats and proteins and carbohydrates so the body can use them. It also will uh, synthesize plasma proteins like albumin and clotting factors because when people have cirrhosis, their blood doesn't clot and they're covered with all these bruises. Cirrhosis wow. is horrible. I've had patients with cirrhosis. Oh, now, wow. I've been able to keep many living for decades with this program I put them on, but so many die because the liver just shrivels up. When, oh. it, when the liver cirrhosis, you have the liver the size of a football that shrinks down to just a shriveled up nodular organ that is just a fraction oh, wow. of its former size so and it doesn't do those 500 duties it's barely it's barely surviving so when you see people covered with bruises that's associated well it could be maybe? yes and again with these people the main symptom of cirrhosis mary is a person can come in my office one week and they look normal the next week they've gained 50 pounds of fluid their belly will swell up when they're when they have a sight fluid because their liver's not able to produce the proteins it needs. And so the people just swell. Their mm -hmm. whole body, their belly swells, their legs swell, and they gain like 
30 to 50 pounds within a few oh, days. Wow. And that means the liver's failed. Oh, my And goodness. they're in major trouble. Oh, wow. And so that's cirrhosis, and that's what it leads to. But let's try to break it down. There's two kinds of fatty liver, so we need to understand this. There's 25% uh, of adults have fatty liver, but the two types of, are non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and this uh, is defined if more than 5% of the liver is fat. And they check this mainly with ultrasound. Okay, and that's considered a fatty liver if over 5% or more than 5% of the liver is fat. There are two types. There's a simple fatty liver in which you have fat in the liver, but little or no inflammation. The key is inflammation. If you have a fatty liver with inflammation, you're in trouble because it can lead to fibrosis or cirrhosis where scarring of the liver. And so uh, usually the Simple fatty liver does not progress to liver damage, and 80% of fatty livers have simple fatty liver. You say, well, how do I tell? How do I know? Well, one way is to do an ALT. It's a blood test, and I check this on everyone. It's a specific marker for liver inflammation and hepatocellular injury. Now, if your ALT is elevated, signs are you're getting in, infl inflammation in the liver and damage to your liver. So if it's real high, you're in trouble and you need to take these precautions right away. If your ALT is normal, chances are your liver's fine. Now again, we're gonna talk about some uh, tests they can do, such as the fibro scan, that's a special ultrasound, or the MRE, that's a special MR, it's like an MRI of the liver that'll show if they're getting uh, fibrosis of the liver or early cirrhosis. So there's tests we can do besides a liver biopsy. We don't wanna do a liver biopsy. That can cause all kinds of problems like bleeding. So we can do non-invasive scans to check it, which is really good now, okay? But now let's talk about the second form of fatty liver. It's called NASH, N-A-S-H, which stands for non-alcoholic steatohepatitis. Steato means fat hepatitis. And NASH is the kind that leads to inflammation of the liver and liver cell damage. And eventually it can cause uh, fibrosis and scarring and cirrhosis. That's the dangerous kind, NASH. And you say, how can I tell if I have NASH? My liver functions are always high, but the doctors never check me. You have to ask them for a fibro scan. And again, we'll be talking about this later on in the talk, the, the different tests are the fibro scan, F-I-B-R-O-S-C-A-N. And then the, uh, the second one is the magnetic resonance elastography or M-R-E magnetic resonance like MRI, which is magnetic resonance imaging. This is MRE or magnetic resonance elastography. And I'm going to be talking about those later. But that's how you know. And if you have elevated liver functions, you need to ask your doctor for a fiber scan or an MRE to check your liver and see yeah. if, if it's starting to get fibrosis. That's good. That's Real good important. Because we can save it. But you got to follow these suggestions, which, again, the key goes back to following the Beyond Keto diet, either the Mediterranean or the healthy keto diet will mm -hmm. save your liver, usually, with the supplements I'm gonna be talking about. Now, let's go about what causes fatty liver disease. Well, what causes it, um, first of all, obesity. It's associated with obesity, also with diabetes and high triglycerides. If you have the trifecta, obesity, diabetes, and high triglycerides, you are a setup for fatty liver disease, and the bad kind, the NASH kind. Okay, what are the worst foods and beverages that fuel fatty liver disease? This is real important. This is like the accelerant for a fire. Like if you put lighter fluid on a fire to accelerate, this accelerates liver disease if you're taking these 
foods or beverages. Number one is alcohol. If you have fatty liver disease, the worst thing you can do is drink alcohol, even a little bit. You're adding fuel to the fire. It says even light to moderate alcohol consumption accelerates liver damage in patients with non-alcoholic non fatty liver disease. So you gotta avoid alcohol. Number two is sugar, sugar, sugar. Let's talk about the worst sugars. Now this is real important because the worst sugar is the high fructose corn syrup that's put in every, most every soft drink. It's put in most every candy. Why? It's the most toxic to the liver because it has more fructose. It's high fructose corn syrup. It has 55% fructose, 45% glucose. All that fructose is dangerous for the liver because the liver uses the excess fructose to create fat and it's called lipogenesis, and that fat is created in the liver, and the fat gums it up. That's why children yes. are at risk because yes. of that. Yeah. Because adults want to please their kids, so they have to give them dessert after every meal, or they drink sodas, and they're setting them up for fatty liver disease. Or they're eating candy bars and Yes, candy exactly, and, like and it's horrible yeah. for them. Or ice cream, ice cream. So let's talk about the problem. Number one, alcohol. Number two, sugar. Candy, cookies, sodas, which are chock full of high fructose corn syrup, uh, also, fruit juices, orange juice, apple juice, grape juice, pineapple juice, any kind of juice, cakes, pies, fudge, brownies, now get this one, maple syrup, honey. Honey is high in fructose. A lot of people are pouring honey in their tea and they're getting fatty liver from their honey. I cannot tell you how many patients I've said, I always check for honey because a lot of people say, oh, I'm healthy. I have my green tea with honey. Well, that causes fatty liver. Wow. Honey is one of the worst things for wow. fatty liver. But honey's not bad. But, you say, but they say, but that's in the Bible. But say just a little, a little teeny bit. bit. That's what I was going to say. But better is stevia or monk fruit because it doesn't cause fatty liver. And so, and not erythritol. Erythritol is associated with blood clots. Also, another is agave nectar. A lot of people have switched wow. from sugar to agave nectar. That's got even higher fructose than high fructose that, corn syrup. We learned that years ago. We were recommending it, and then oh my, someone yes. said, hey, <clears throat> did you know? Yeah, we did some more research and we found We were like, whoa, put the brakes on that. Now, Dr. Uh, Goran of University of uh, Southern California analyzed samples of Coke, Pepsi, and Sprite. This was in, in 2010, and found that fructose levels and the high fructose corn syrup in these beverages went as high as 65% fructose. In wow. Now, high fructose corn syrup, 90% has been used in some canned fruits and confectionery and dessert syrups, and almost 90% of high fructose corn syrup, 90% is marketed to the beverage industry. Wow. Why? Because they use less sugar. Mm -hmm. And so again, that's, that's really harming the liver. Okay, so mm -hmm. fructose is 1.7 times sweeter than sucrose, so manufacturers can use less of it. Okay, how else can we get a fatty liver from processed carbohydrates? So we've talked about alcohol, we've talked about sugar, and all the major, and ice cream's another major one that sets you up, because ice cream usually has high fructose corn syrup in it, or <laughs> and or sugar, and it's again ice cream tastes delicious, but it, and you say, well, what about gelato or what about custard? It's got sugar in it. You're setting yourself up for fatty liver. Yeah. You need to look at sugar. You need to go look at a person with end stage liver failure with ascites and how it totally destroys their life. And now you see it in alcoholics, but now we're seeing it more and more in people that are not alcoholics. They wow. just have a sugar, a sweet tooth.
Wow. Because the sugar invites it in. You're inviting in right. cirrhosis of the liver. Okay, you also get fatty liver from processed carbohydrates like white bread. Think anything white. White rice, crackers, pasta, most cereals, biscuits, rolls, croissants, corn and flour, tortillas, potatoes, and sweet potatoes. It's high sugar. It's got a lot of sugar in them. Anything with a lot of sugar. Now you say, well, wait, how can I do it? How can I make it healthier? You can get brown rice. You can put olive oil all over it. It lowers the glycemic index so you're not getting that sugar spike. You're not getting that high glycemic index of the food when you add fiber and healthy oil like olive oil. That's good for the liver. Mm-hmm. Whereas saturated fat gums it up and causes sludge and gallstones. Okay, the next thing that can fuel fatty liver are fried foods. Mm. Fried chicken, fried shrimp, French fries. It almost seems like the same thing that causes gallstones. They're real it, similar. It, yeah, so but think gallstones are more saturated fat, fried foods. Fatty liver is more sugar and high processed carbs, highly processed carbs. You know, mm. carbs that have been so processed, white bread, white rice, the whites. The whites cause more fatty liver, okay? Saturated fats can also uh, fuel fatty liver, excessive butter, cream cheese, ice cream, cream, cheese, sour cream, whipped cream, coconut oil, MC, too much MCT oil and fatty meats like bacon, sausage, burger steaks, brisket ribs, pepperoni, salami, hot dogs, bratwurst. There's your fatty meats. Now what foods help to heal the liver? It's real simple. The Mediterranean or the healthy keto diet. 95 to 99% of keto diets are not healthy, they're unhealthy. You can do them short term to lose weight, but long term you're gonna get either fatty liver or gallstones, okay? So you wanna follow the healthy keto or healthy Mediterranean diet. We have both diets in this book. Wrote it a few years ago, but still one of my favorite books. So a healthy keto Mediterranean diet with lots of green veggies, like today I had a big salad, a little bit of brown rice, a lot of olive oil all over it, and that was my lunch. That's what I have almost every day for lunch. I love it. And also uh, having cruciferous veggies, aid in liver detox, and healthy fats like olive oil, avocado oil, seeds, and nuts. All those create a healthy liver, as well as lean proteins like uh, pasture-raised, pasture-fed, chicken, turkey, pasture-raised eggs, low-mercury fish such as sardines, and mackerel, and herring, and flounder, all wild with lots of fiber such as our fiber zone. This really helps fatty liver. So one of the best things for a fatty liver. And then garlic and onions contain sulfur compounds that support the liver. Unprocessed oatmeal, not highly, a lot of people go get that highly processed oatmeal. Get the steel Mm, cut. Right. That's not the process. That's not going to raise your sugar. This supports a healthy liver. It helps fatty liver tremendously, as does, now this is this. Three cups of coffee a day is associated with a lower risk of developing fatty liver disease and a lower risk of advance, the fatty liver advancing to liver fibrosis in those with fatty liver disease. Coffee reduces fat buildup in the liver and increases protective antioxidants. Mm. Now, it does this because it's, it's got a lot of polyphenols in it. Now, if you add coffee, and this is what I do every morning, I add my coffee with intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting will burn the fat out of your liver. It's one of the best things you can do. I try and fast at least 14 hours from dinner until breakfast. Now you say, how can you do this? I I many times go 16 hours or a little longer, Mm -hmm. but I usually do it 14 during the week, and on the weekend I'll go 16. You say, why do you do this? Because I want to, it recharges your brain, it recharges your body, it cleans out your liver. 
when you are practicing intermittent fasting, you're burning out that fat, Mary. Mm -hmm. And then when you turn, and when I'm during my intermittent fast, I'll make my coffee and I'll put some stevia in there, so I'm still fasting. But the coffee literally helps to clean the liver out. Mm -hmm. See there? That's why I do my coffee. I don't put any. MCT oil or collagen now, and I can do it later, but I don't do it in the morning when I'm fasting. Right. Because I want to be clean, cleansing my liver. So you want right. to use your intermittent fast, one of the most powerful things you can do to cleanse your liver. Right. Along with the healthy keto or healthy Mediterranean diet. Right. Now, spinach also, according to a study in 2021, lowered the risk of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease due to the nitrates and polyphenols in spinach. So spinach is great for your liver. Spinach salad, or I know you like that that cooked spinach that you have a lot. I know, I love that sauteed spinach with uh, garlic in it. What about our greens? Does our greens? Absolutely, greens are great. They have greens. all those cruciferous veggies. Absolutely, well, they're great. I think that's a wonderful well, thing. We should have brought those greens. on, the, the Green Supreme food. Yeah. Absolutely, it's yeah. great. It's well, got we the, can show it on the screen for people. Right, it's got the it. uh, spinach and it's got the uh, wheatgrass, barleygrass, alfalfa, as well as the uh, kale and other uh, great veggies that are in it. It's got 10 organic vegetables. Great for the liver. Absolutely. And then a diet rich in nuts associated with lower risk of fatty liver. Beans, peas, and lentils, part of the Mediterranean diet. A study from 2019 found that diets rich in legumes lowered the risk of fatty liver disease significantly, as well as curry and turmeric. We have our own uh, turmeric, which is wonderful with fatty liver disease, yep. as well as green tea. Green tea, a study in 2020, uh, green tea extract reduced the severity of obesity related to fatty liver by 75%. That's incredible. In mice fed on high fat diet. And olive oil. Consuming olive oil can significantly reduce the amount of fat in the liver. So olive oil is one of the best foods. I have olive oil every I day. I Love usually it. have between five and ten tablespoons. I'm telling you, me I go does. through a bottle a week, <laughs> a big bottle a week. I can't do that because of the calorie, man. It's just too much calories put in me. <laughs> well, again, yeah, if you're if you're on a diet, but see, I'm I'm use it to maintain my weight, and mm -hmm. I have to add some healthy carbs. So I'm doing more right. of a Mediterranean right. than keto. I still kind of shift into keto from time right. to time. Now, the American uh, Liver Foundation said there are no medical treatments yet for fatty liver disease. Wow. So they say still the healthy diet. But, the, you know, their diet they recommend is not really a healthy diet. Uh, the Mediterranean or the healthy keto is the, are the healthiest diets for right. fatty liver disease. Now, let's talk about supplements for liver. The best supplement I can tell you for fatty liver disease is our nano or glutathione or our nano glutathione, which has a much better, uh, it's easier absorbed. You just spray it in your mouth, it's absorbed much quicker than any other. And also it's, it's the nanonized and it's glutathione, so it's absorbed and you get the benefits of glutathione and the easy absorption. Most glutathione products don't, aren't absorbed good. Right. So you use four pumps in your mouth twice a day. Once your liver's healed, you go down to two pumps twice a day. And it keeps I, your liver I gotta, supported. I got to share a story that just recently about our glutathione. It doesn't really have to do with fatty liver, but it just shows you the power of mm -hmm. uh, glutathione. We had um, a friend of our brother-in-law's. He had COVID. and Severe COVID severe pneumonia. COVID. Scarred both his lungs. Right. Go ahead they and were, tell They us. were recommending a, a bilateral lung transplant. He was on a lung transplant list. But then he got he a little better. Coughing. But he was on oxygen almost all the time. All the time. So coughing. I sent him three bottles. I just gifted it to him. Three bottles of our 
nanoglutathione. I said, just take four squirts twice a day. My brother saw him at church and said, you know what? He's not on his oxygen now. He's off he's oxygen. He's not and he swears by this. He goes, I'm telling you, this made the difference in pulling him out of the COVID cough. This is a powerful, But it's also powerful. great for the liver. It is. Oh, awesome. Glutathione is the master antioxidant. It is. It, protect, it protects the body from oxidative damage, plays a major role in detoxification. And it also, uh, low levels of glutathione are associated with increased progression of liver disease. So you want to get this glutathione, your glutathione level increased. See, as we age, our glutathione level plummets. Chronic disease makes our glutathione levels plummet. Also, uh, just a poor diet makes it plummet. Mm -hmm. And illness and, and chronic viruses makes our glutathione level plummet. So most patients I see have low glutathione levels, especially if you're over 60, your glutathione levels are going to be low. Protect your liver with our nanoglutathione. It's, it's wonderful for that. And we have a liver cleanse. Absolutely, liver cleanse, and we're making it liver gallbladder, but it contains the glutathione, plus it has the milk thistle, and it has selenium in it and it has artichoke extract and alpha-lipoic acid, all of which support the liver. And you put your patients on this. Yes, I to do To help commonly. them with liver cleanse. That's awesome. Now, another supplement that helps is, it's inexpensive, is N-acetylcysteine. They can get to the, from the health food store. Get that, 500 that's to not ours. No, it's not ours. No. 500 to 600 milligrams twice a day. It helps boost glutathione. Oh, a real important one we talked about with gallbladder is also good for the liver called phosphatidylcholine. And it's used, I use this a lot to treat fatty liver. And I use usually Body Bio PC. You can get it online, two tabs twice a day. And it works amazing for many with fatty liver. And if you're allergic to soy or sensitive to soy, you can use the uh, sunflower seed, phosphatidylcholine or PC. And you get that from pure encapsulations. But you have to take double the amount. You have to take four twice a day. And that has helped so many patients. Another is milk thistle. Milk thistle also supports a healthy liver, and that's in our liver cleanse, as well as green tea. Green tea is one of the most amazing things for a fatty liver supplements. I drink green tea at least two to three cups a day. I do too. I make, it, I make my jasmine green tea with the special sunset cinnamon tea, and I add my stevia. I love it, as well as alpha-lipoic acid. Alpha-lipoic acid is a powerful antioxidant, and it's in our carbocyst. The reason I like carbocyst so much for the liver, I put a lot of alpha-lipoic acid, 600 milligrams in there. Alpha-lipoic acid prevent, helps prevent liver degeneration and induces liver regeneration. It has a protective effect on protecting one from fatty liver disease by reducing intrahepatic and serum triglyceride content. And so I put a lot of that in my carbocyst, and when you have the carbocyst, it helps a lot of people decrease sugar and carb cravings. Sure does. So you've got the nutrients in there to help decrease your sugar carb craving and the alpha-lipoic acid that's so good for the liver. It really helps the liver. And another thing really good for the liver is high polyphenol olive oil or oleocanthal and or. You can do either one. You can now go online and get high polyphenol olive oils like Hermas or Desert Miracles or many different kinds. And all, or also you get the oleocanthal. We used to carry it, but we kind of, we, we've not been able to go back to Greece. And mm -hmm. so it's kind of tough right now after COVID to get it. Mm -hmm. So there's other places that have oleocanthal, but that is wonderful for your liver. But the liver, the main emotion in Chinese medicine for liver is anger. 
anger. People who have liver issues, that's why alcoholics many times have such an anger and rage wow. because the, the alcohol affects the liver and the emotion associated with the liver is usually anger and rage and Deep-seated uh, rage. And so when you see a person or a youngster that has a lot of anger, a lot of rage, that's many times a toxic liver. And it's, it could be fuel from alcohol, it could be fuel from sugar, but we detox drugs. that liver. Drugs, absolutely. But we detox yeah. that liver with these uh, natural means of doing it along with the diet. We use natural supplements like phosphatidylcholine, you know, our liver uh, cleanse, as well as our carbocyst. But the most important, I think, is this nanoglutathione. Um, I know this is a little off the rabbit trail, but I see all these people with tattoos up and down their arms and they're covering their body. Oh, yes. That ink is not good for their liver. Well, again, tattoos, the ink is not going to hurt their liver unless, of course, they get hepatitis from a dirty needle or something like that. But that's okay. re very rare, extremely rare. The main thing tattoos do is they mark their bodies for Satan's people to come up and, you know, as an attraction. As, as attra they attract them to Satan's people is what that does. But that ink doesn't go into the liver. No, and it doesn't hurt the liver. That's not, it doesn't. That's nope. not the liver. Okay, okay. now well, let's, let me get talk that about, clarified. let's talk about first, how do we diagnose fatty liver? You can do it through ultrasound. But how do you diagnose if that fatty liver is going to NASH or liver failure? This is real important is we do a fibro scan. Now, a lot, some of the doctors don't know about these newer tests. This is a special ultrasound that literally will help detect if you have uh, a fatty liver that is progressing toward fibrosis. It'll pick it up. So okay. the, the fibro scan is an ultrasound-based technology that involves acquisition of pulse echo ultrasound signals that measures the liver stiffness. See, when that liver is becoming... Uh, inflamed, it is forming fibrosis. The liver's stiff. So when it's stiff, it's in, that, it's in that degenerative process that leads to fibrosis and then cirrhosis. It's a stage. You just don't go from fatty liver to cirrhosis. You, the liver gets stiff. It becomes fibrotic. It, it loses its, um, it, its compliance and it starts to get real stiff and scarred. And then it leads to cirrhosis. Then that's it. The liver doesn't function. Then you've got liver failure. Then you'll swell up like a toad and you'll gain 30 to 50 pounds in a week. And then you're in liver failure. And then you've got to go on all these water pills. And then you ha usually get varices of the esophagus with bleeding. It's just a horrible thing. You don't want to go there. It's one of the worst deaths to die. So the fibroscan will detect if you're getting fibrosis. It's a wonderful non-invasive test. You have to ask your doctor. A lot of them aren't familiar with it. It's, it's technically easy to perform. It's reproducible in greater than 95% of patients. It's safe. It's not like a liver biopsy, which you could bleed majorly, or you could have to have surgery to repair a laceration in one of the veins or arteries in the liver. So you don't want to have to have a liver biopsy. This is a simple, safe test that's reproducible in greater than 95% of cases. It's safe. It's relatively inexpensive compared to liver biopsy especially. It correlates very well with the degree of liver fibrosis. So it's a great test. The other test that's actually a little better is the uh, MRE or the magnetic resonance elastography, similar to an MRI, similar, but it has revolutionized clinic, the clinician's ability to detect liver fibrosis by non-invasively measuring liver stiffness. And uh, 
expanding the use of MRI to an all-in-one diagnostic test for inflammation, fatty liver, fibrosis, and even liver cancer has a high potential to transform one's clinical practice. So this is a wonderful test. The FibroScan and the MRE that you can ask your doctors for, which either one is excellent if you have fatty liver. And just first go see your doctor, get, get your liver enzymes checked. But if you're fueling liver uh, disease, fatty liver, you need to follow the diet and take these key supplements, especially nanoglutathione. What about cancer in the liver? Yes, when you have uh, fibrosis and cirrhosis, you're at a much greater risk of liver cancer. So they'll check alpha fetoprotein levels and other tests, and they'll do the fiber scan or MRE to see if you're forming. The MRE will see if you're forming cancer. And yes, that's a possibility. You could form a cancer. Wow. It increases your risk. And so there are people who can do surgery to remove areas of the liver and it grows back. Is that right? Yeah, but if you have cancer, it's most likely spread. So yeah. you want, you don't want to wait till you have cancer to get this thing correct. No, I agree. It's, not, it's too late then. Yeah, but what about the liver surgeries that you hear about? They, does it grow back? Does the liver actually yeah, grow? Yeah, when people have part of their liver removed, like from trauma, the liver can grow back. Yeah, oh, it's wow. an amazing organ. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. Wow. But you don't invite disease in. Remember, it's the principle of Galatians. Um, chapter 5, 6, and 7, it says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever seed you sow, that shall you also reap. He who sows to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, cirrhosis, fibrosis, liver disease, ascites, end-stage liver disease. But he who sows to the Spirit shall reap life and life everlasting. You know, your life is God's gift to you. What you do with your life is your gift back to Him. Amen. And it's important that part of you giving your life back to him is taking care of that temple the best that you know how. That is the best gift you can give him is to take care of you. That's really, really important. I hope this video has been helpful and you can watch it time and time. Share it with your friends and your families. And when you are a partner with Divine Health, you're enabling us to be able to do what we do. Yes. So we appreciate you and we appreciate you buying our products. Oftentimes, Don will refer people to products that isn't ours. Um, but if it's our product that can help you, please, you're helping us as well. So we appreciate that. Beyond Keto, Great book, easy to read, very small. Save your we liver. We also have a Beyond Keto cookbook that can and help you. Nanoglutathione is critical. Absolutely critical. For a healthy hurting. liver. For a healthy liver. Do yourself a favor. Take care of your body. Do what you can. Take care of it and enjoy life. God said, I have health. come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. And cirrhosis and fatty liver is not more it's abundantly. It's not an abundant it's life. Not. So. And lay the flesh on the, lay the sugar on the altar, please. Yeah. That save your children, save yourself. That's awesome. Bless you. We pray for you. We pray you walk in divine health. God bless you.